Paddy's plot looks like a mini version of the White House, with its pillars and gated entrance. Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 47. Podcast Podcast. Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 47. Podcast Podcast. Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 47. Podcast Podcast. I can't help thinking, if you're going to try and kill Paddy, make sure you do it properly. All right. Welcome back to Hayden Brown Podcast. And I um, just want to give a shout out to Kenny from Manscaped because uh, he's, he's renewed our contract. So we're, we're staying with Manscaped. And um, yeah, cheers for that. Let's see, uh, let's see, there's the applause, let's see some cheering, yay, yay. Um, so I've actually got the Manscaped, shut up, I've actually got the Manscaped undies on now, and these are the best undies I, I own, actually, so definitely, if, you, if you're going to get the, the performance 4.0 package, you get the undies with it. And definitely well worth it. I'd pay more than 50, 60 bucks for undies like this if I was just to go out and buy them. So definitely, definitely well worth it, the Manscaped package. So thanks again, Kenny from Manscaped. Appreciate the support. And thanks to all the listeners. We'll have some merch coming available from Manscaped in the future. Just email me the... Uh, the address is haydenbrown00 at gmail.com. That's my email address, haydenbrown00 at gmail.com. Email me. Send in some stuff if you want to talk about anything or if you want to put something out there, me put it on the podcast, send it in, I'll talk about it. If you're a beer company out there and you want to sponsor me, um, Spates, that'll be my main goal. Spates, if you're listening, sponsor me. All right, so um, in the in the weekend, yesterday the UFC had Vittori versus Cannonier, and yeah, I actually put money on Vittori. I thought he would win at the beginning, um, just because he's never been finished before, and he's looked kind of better. I thought Cannonier. Because Cannon is 39, so I thought he was getting. You, you start to see fighters um, when they get around that age, around 39, it's, especially for a middleweight, it's quite hard. So didn't think he was going to win, but he came out, he smashed the shit out of him basically the whole fight. Um, Vittori was lucky to, to survive the five rounds. He, he got hit with some massive shots, some big shots, but credit to Vittori, the other is a tough fighter. They were all our tough fighters, but there was a couple of other fights in there where um, one dude just, he was out and just kept getting elbowed in the face, and you could clearly see he was out, but the referee didn't stop it. And it's that's been what most people are talking about. But the the card was actually pretty good just for a normal fight night. Uh, this the co main that that guy, um, Armin 
Tuesday work and uh, I sound like Brian Shaw when I try and say his name, but Armin Tuzarayakin uh, wants to be the first Armenian champion. He looked pretty good, man. He went out and he didn't need to. He was winning every round. He went out and finished it, though. Christian Leroy Duncan is his first ever loss. So I think he'll be back, though. It, it, it was uh, Dalby looked pretty good. Nicholas Dalby. Who else we got? And who was the dude that Alessandro Costa? He um, he's round two, one minute into round two, but the first round he was just piecing this dude up, just kicking his legs. The guy couldn't walk. He was Jimmy Flicker was his name. He was just getting. It was a total beatdown. And um, this Alessandro Costa man, he looks good. Um, very very impressive fight by that guy. Uh, that was just that was one sided, and Jimmy Flick's a good fighter. So that was very very impressive. That was out of the whole card. I would have given that guy the performance of the night. Anyway, let's talk about the Conor McGregor drama that's going on, because um, I'm just trying to get my sound effects in there. That's kind of like what the crowd were doing at the NBA Finals game. Um, so I went to NBA Finals game in Miami, and it was a skit thing where he's supposed to hit like the mascot, and there's and it, he hit, he probably did hit him a bit harder, but I still didn't think it was worthy of going to hospital for it. And then you know everyone hates Conor McGregor, so all these videos and stuff come out, and they're they're all shitting on him, like, oh, he's, if you're going to get someone to beat up a mascot, it's going to be Conor McGregor. <laughs> and people, like, take it the wrong way. I thought it was, because if, if the dude actually went to the hospital and stuff, they would have gone, hey, but you weren't supposed to do it that hard. I thought, it, all you got to say is the mascot was a pussy then, if he did actually go to hospital, because it wasn't that bad, and he had this massive padded head on. So, yeah, but that was not the big story there. I, there's still people giving him shit about that for for a week, and then this story's come out. This chick has accused him of uh, sexual harassment. And I want to have a look at what she actually, her statement was before I talk about it, because it seemed, I don't know, when it first came out, it kind of seemed... Why would he do that? You know, like why would he? Why would he want to sexually harass someone? So a couple of days ago, this video came out of him at the bathroom, and he's taking these two girls into the bathroom store with him. And there's heaps of people standing outside, heaps of security, and they're all waiting. And it it looks like, and what someone had said is the reason that he took these two girls into the bathroom was he was trying to skip the line, basically. And so women were going first, so he just took the woman in to get ahead in line. But you think they'd have some kind of VIP bathroom or shit that the players go to that he, he could have gone to. Um, what I think is the chick had cocaine and he wanted to... A line off it. 
he said the NBA heat security separated her client from her friend and proceeded to force her into a nearby restroom where McGregor and his security guard were waiting. Security refused to let the woman exit or allow anyone else, including her friend, inside the bathroom. Where you can see on the video that that's a little bit sketchy with what she said. McGregor emerged from a handicap stall, shoved his tongue in the victim's mouth, and aggressively kissed her. Attempted to engage her in oral sex. Mitchell claims the woman had to elbow McGregor repeatedly to flee the bathroom, but in her haste to get out, she left her purse. In order to retrieve it, she says she was forced to flee with McGregor's security guards. So she put in this thing, and it sounds weird. Like, Conor McGregor's a UFC fighter, and if you've seen this chick, she's she's sort of like, um, she's not small, but she's not, but it's still a woman, so she, I don't think she'd be able to elbow Conor McGregor in the face <laughs> to get away from him. The dude's, dude's a UFC fighter, probably. Anyway, this is what uh, Bisping had to say. So as well, because then then there's a video come out of them partying in the um, at another club. They're partying together. Connor actually looked off his head on coke, and she was sitting there like it looked like she was partying with Connor. So if something went on at the NBA, then why have you gone to another club with him? Wouldn't you go straight to the police? So I think it is a bit dodgy. Hopefully they sort it out. But how can you how can it you claim? Just claim that, and then you tarnish the dude. You say, oh, Conor McGregor did this, this, and then it's all over the newspapers, and it's all affecting him. But, yeah, like, her name's not out there. No one knows who she, are, she is in this. But it shouldn't even be going into the press before you actually get the police and they investigate it. Shouldn't shouldn't all come out and say, this, this happened, because... Like we are, like everyone's going to have an opinion, and people hate Connor already, so they're always going to say, "Oh, he's guilty," no matter what. I don't think he's guilty. I think I'll come out that she just wants money or something, because otherwise, you do a trial in case, and it's not. She's asked not to do that. Okay, so I'm going to check out a few other podcasts that were recommended to me today. Um, fuck. Shit. The fucking mic. Does that sound better? Hold on. Does that sound better? 
Does that sound better? Yeah, that sounds better. Does it? Yes. Hold on. Does that sound better? Does that sound... I think that sounds better. Does it sound better here or... Fuck. Um, just fucking around with the mic. <laughs> this is great podcasting. Um, gonna play a couple of podcasts now that were recommend, recommended to me this week and I'm gonna see if I like them or not. So this one's called the Beef and Dairy Network. And welcome to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the podcast companion to the Beef and Dairy Network website and printed magazine, brought to you by Gray's X. They've actually sent a box of uh, Gray's X and it's going down quite well in the office. It's quite tough to chew on, but once you warm it gently in milk and salt it slightly, it creates a really satisfying warm cornmeal which can also be used as a cement to patch holes in a wall or for its decorative onion as a top. Coming up in the show today, beef forecast, milk prices, and a big interview with scientist David Pinn. But first, an opportunity to win a space on a beef tenderness webinar next week with Christine Marriott. The webinar will feature tips on anti-mushroom factors, post-mushroom factors, and preparation techniques that affect tenderness, and information about how tenderness techniques can What's up with that shit? Why are you not recording? Yeah, so fucking starts recording again. Well, I've just had to fucking do this a couple of times. Anyway, cunts were asking me about the podcast. Why are you putting these podcasts on? Are you listening? You know? No. I'm trying to find a new podcast for myself to listen to that I enjoy, that's funny. So... These are the recommendations I got, and so far the first one was shit. Some people might be into it. All right, the second one is called Birthday Girls House Party. <laughs> I'm just in a bad mood because it's fucking... Gene trying to record for 10 minutes and the mic keeps... Every time I record some shit, go back to it and it's not recorded. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. All right. So 
so this is called Birthday Girls House Party, and it's my first time listening to it. So I assume they started... Reminds me a little bit of Off The Menu, one that they've got kind of like a theme. I quite like that one. I just... I like James Acar, so I just don't like the other dude that's with it. So I think it could be heaps funnier if James got a different host, but it's still a good pod. But let's have a listen. Um, so it seems like they they started off like a house party, like invite them in and stuff. We're in a new sketch group now without BT. Oh, great. say chicks would be into this i think this would be a good podcast for chicks i don't know if it's for dudes well yeah probably their main audience would be chicks i reckon but i'll have a i'll keep listening i'll fast forward it a bit i'll see Talking about kiwis, the people or kiwi? She's saying kiwis, like talking about kiwi fruit. I have to rewind that because I thought I was going to change my mind. I was going to say, oh, this is actually really good because she she loves kiwis, like kiwi men, so she might get horny for us. But <laughs> if she's just talking about the fruit, then I'll say that this podcast is absolute shit. Um, 
Um, she's talking about the the fruit, not the people from New Zealand, which um, I think chicks would like this podcast. For me, it's probably too much with three, sort of four girls just talking. It's kind of like when you want to watch the rugby and they come over and they just talk throughout the whole game and you're like, fuck, there's a, we didn't, there's a rugby game on. Like They tell your friends, oh, did you watch the rugby? Yeah, I watched the rugby. No, you didn't. You talk the whole way fucking through it and ruined everyone else's night. And why don't you just go in the other room? Because you're not actually fucking watching it. All right. Um, next pass, next uh, podcast we're going to check out. And it's called Clinton Baptiste Paranormal Podcast. So uh, I think this one actually might be quite good. Because I'm sure this is the dude that was on like Afterlife or something like that. You know, Afterlife wasn't Ricky's best show. Was the Office is still the best. Extras was fucking funny. Extras season one and season two were good. The Office was good. Um, What's that other one? Derek. Derek, that was pretty average. Um, uh, Carl Pilkington stuff was crack up like Idiot Abroad. Yeah. But okay. Oh, and Stephen Merchant's Hello Ladies was actually alright. I didn't. I thought that was actually alright. Let's have a listen to this dude. Well, they want to make contact with Spirit. And we've got someone, it's Bob, and he's down near Uxbridge. Bob, are you there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, hello, Peter. Nice speech, Bob. Thanks for ringing in. Now, look, the portal is open, the curtains are wide, and I can't <laughs> see a number of spirits dancing around. They're keen to get going. What can I do for you? Um, well, I'm, I'm a believer. Um, yes. Uh, I just really want a bit of advice. My stepfather died uh, two years ago now, um, and I've, I've just been offered a new job. Right. And he was kind of my man to go to for advice. I, I know he was. He's nodding. <laughs> I've got to tell you, but he's right next to me. He's right next to me. He's nodding his head vigorously. All right, wow. all right, he's here. <laughs> he's very excited to speak to you. Is he, is he, his name is Roy, it's, a, it's an R, it's a Roy or a... Terry. Terry. I told you, two R's in Terry. He's saying you're a soppy sod. The soppy sod of London, wasn't it, Terry? Well, Chetton. Um... Just not far from uh, London. And Terry, he's saying, he said he's been watching over you, Bob. Yeah. Don't get him out, he's been watching over you, Bob. <laughs> it's a comfort, isn't it?
something confused now because I thought it was in the school. Yeah, no, I'm not. Right, it's not in the school. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that podcast is gold. Uh, that, that, uh, Clinton Baptiste Paranormal, pod, uh, Paranormal Podcast. That, that's definitely my favourite one out of the three so far by a, by a long way. Um, yeah, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, so that, that fucking... Um, that Clinton Baptiste, yeah, that was... De- whoever... Recommended that. That was fucking hilarious. That's definitely one to add to your. So with with most of these podcasts, what I'm doing is pretty much taking their latest episode. So basically, because I know I make, I make the same with mine. If someone said, "Oh, you listen to this one or that one or that one," there's there's certain episodes that are way better than others, but to keep it fair for each thing, I'm just taking the latest one because you kind of get like a little bit of idea what what it's like. So here we go. There's another one. Uh, comedy Bang Bang. If your business internet was an employee, would they be like this? Uh, they always do. And they always like, you know, it's like, oh, he's dead. But then the big projector start up and it's like oh, yeah. it's like how I mean these guys should just go around they should be AV guys like for celebrities well if you're ghost face that means that like your ghost goes into the face of a projector oh, that's how this it makes works. sense yeah. now yeah see it all comes back around but like I made this uh, well I didn't I made it when I was like 15 it was like a Facebook video that I sent to my friend and I gave it to the directors and they just repurposed it for like a serial killer's wait a minute you made a video so most of them are, I'll just pause it, uh, most of them are, so far have been British, which I think I probably like British humour better than American. Like, I, I find certain Americans pretty funny, like Bill Burr, um, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, 
you know, like the the good Americans. There's a lot of American stuff that I just don't get, which is pretty much all the new kind of comedy that's coming out these days. Look, I haven't seen a decent. Oh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. was fucking hilarious. I went to go see him. Uh, and and Louis C.K.'s opener was fucking hilarious. Uh, this female chick I have to read. I've got her on Instagram. She was fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, some of these new... Um, you know, like Theo. I like Theo. I like his podcast. But his Netflix special and stuff wasn't... Wasn't the best, eh? And and I like Chris D'Elia as well. I think Chris D'Elia is quite funny, but it's the same with his Netflix specials. I just can't get into it. Um, but if you listen to like the ten minute podcast where he's with Brian Callen and uh, Will Sasso, that's actually funny as fuck. Where he plays Chank Smith, who's, who's the rapper. But then you know, Chris, <laughs> I like the fact on because um, I'm on the fighter and the kid subreddit all the time. Uh, I just like the fact that Chris D'Elia just gives so much shade to Bapa all the time. Brendan Shaw just lays into him. Uh, okay, let's put this one back on, see what it's like. I haven't really... I'm just kind of saying the American stuff. The voices... There's certain American accents that I can't listen to. So I'll fast forward this a bit. It's not for me, that comedy bang bang. Um, but yeah, okay. I've got to find another one or two, so I'm going to keep going. Okay, so next podcast is called Pound for Pound. It's a boxing podcast. Um, the person who recommended it, it was like, you, if you, <laughs> they recommended it basically because of their Manscaped ad. They said they're, it's fucking, they just went over the top. Um, going on about their Manscaped ad, like the, uh, here's the actual email that he sent me. 
Jake Wood and Spencer Oliver are great boxing pundits, but in all honesty, I'm listening mainly for the adverts. I have never heard two men endorse a male grooming device as emphatically as these, as these two. You honestly get the feeling they talk about shaving their testicles if they weren't being paid to. I even know what styles they like. <laughs> so I thought that was quite funny. So... <laughs> And if you want to send something through, and if you want to be on the show, it's HaydenBrown00 at gmail.com. That's my email address. Send something through, and we'll give you a shout-out on the show. You might even win some Manscaped stuff. But, yeah, let's have a listen to Pound for Pound. Pretty cool intro. Like a badass. Sound like two Latin geezers, you know what I mean? You know, fucking, you have a couple of grams, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking sounds like they're off the heads. One of the dudes sounds like Eddie Hearn a little bit. Um, the home of boxing, York Hall. I I know where that is. That's in Bethnal Green because I used to live in Bethnal Green. East London, yeah. No, I mean, fucking geezers. Coming to West Ham United. Um... Yeah, so that was home of boxing. That is the home of boxing. Have you seen Snatch? I think York Hall's where Bricktop puts on that fight. I got a bare knuckle fight coming up. I want to use Rod Ronnie Pickering. <laughs> Let's have a listen. Caroline Dubois got a good, good, good card, isn't it? Yeah, it really is a good card. It's Caroline Dubois boxing. Let's come on over. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, I like this one. I wonder just going through the episodes. So seems like they interview quite a few British boxers. Fury versus White preview. I'll have a listen to that one. Fast forward this start. Well, no, it, it does what it wants when I do it. It goes fucking all over the place. But <laughs> now I, I, I like to sweep my leg, and as you let the ball go, you sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm mate, Geezer. Fucking yeah. Thank you for recommending those. Definitely, uh, if there's a big boxing fight on, I'll definitely tune in to those guys. I'm more into UFC, but I, if these guys started doing UFC, I'd definitely listen to it. But I'd definitely give it a listen. Yeah, so this will probably be my last one um, for this episode. Because well, how many have I done? One, two, three, four, five, six... Um, six, yeah. So this one's called the Walker's Switch. You know Walker's, um, 
they're like a chip, or we call them chip, British people call them crisps. They make potato chips, basically, and then something happened where they changed over their packaging, the colours of the certain things. But I'll start it from the beginning. In 
like cheese and onion and salt and vinegar, like the, the opposite part. Salt and vinegar is green in New Zealand. And cheese and onion is pink or purple. But in England, they swap them over. One was blue, one was green, and they swapped them over. We found that about two out of three people remembered, which happened to match exactly what we found in the park that night we discovered the question of the walker's switch. The night that led us to all of this in the first place. And, at first glance, the facts seemed to match up. Pepsico acquired walkers in 1989, and in 1991, the exact date that most recollections date back to, they reduced costs and complexity of manufacturing, which means the factory was closed to leave only six. Nine distribution centers were reduced to five, and staff was reduced by 17%. That's a lot of redundancies. A lot of people fired at once. People who might have known something or seen something? Possibly. We're closing down... <laughs> uh, this is... <laughs> It's actually quite, I, I like the way that she talks about it. I really like the way she, she's like investigating hard out. It sounds like she's done her research. I'll actually give the walkers switch. Oh, before I said I was indifferent, maybe I'd give it a listen. Be something, it's, it's, a, it's a six part, it's a six part like mini series. Like, I quite like some of those ones where you can just do, you know, you're doing your, well, number six is called the Mandela Effect. Number three is called Gary Lineker. So, yeah, I'll probably give that one a... I quite like that one, actually. Better than I thought I did. I thought it was... I don't know, because Walker's... I don't think Kiwis are going to get it as much because they don't know what the fuck Walker's are. But I've lived in the UK, so I kind of know. And Yeah, I think... All right, out of all of them, what do we have? Colony Bang Bang, The Walker Switch, the, uh, the Beef and Dairy Network. I'd probably say the worst was The Beef and Dairy Network. Considering that was their first episode, it's like you could actually make it quite funny doing something about that. But Birthday Girls House Party, it's probably a chick's podcast, not really for me. Clinton... Baptiste Paranormal Podcast. Fucking, that was hilarious. And pound for pound, if you're into your boxing or into your fighting, definitely check. That was that was quite good. A couple of little geezers, no, I mean, well, come down to York all. York all, mate, I'll show you. So, uh, something massive happened last week. We got a sponsor come on board and... Um, they came on board bef after the last podcast, so the stuff has just arrived here today, and it's amazingly packed. It looks great, and that's how fast they ship it. Less than a week, it's already here. So our sponsor is Manscaped.com. So support for the Hayden Brown podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code HPB at manscaped.com. So, there's 
around 16 million balls that they are cleaning <laughs> in the world, manscaped.com. Now, for me, one day, one day when I, um, for my missus' birthday one time, I shaved my pew, I dyed my pews blonde, and um, I did it as like a birthday present, you know, like happy birthday. And so I kind of wanted to surprise her. Um, I was lying in the bed and stuff. She came on. I was like, happy birthday. You know, I did this for you. I, I dyed my pews blonde. She wasn't as um, she wasn't as happy as I thought she'd be. You know, she was kind of like, "Why'd you do that?" And it's like, "Happy birthday, babe!" You know, this is my present. Now, if I if I had shaved all the bottles in first and just left the pubes long on top, making it kind of look like a little rock star, you know, like a a blonde Axl Rose or like a Sebastian back. I think she would have been way more impressed, but um, I didn't have the manscaping stuff back then, and the balls were pretty hairy, let's just say that. So uh, that's maybe why she wasn't that impressed. Um, so with the Manscaped package, I've got, I've got it today. It's come, it's amazingly, you won't believe it when you come, I'm so stoked. Uh, the Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and Travel Bag. So you get all that with the with the performance package. So first off, the Lawnmower 4.0, this trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say it, the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000 LED spotlight when you need a more precise shave. Because the trimmer is waterproof you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You thought that was good but you want to take your grooming game even further to the next level. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags and tugs. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this fellas, your balls will thank you. Manscaped even throw in two free gifts for their Performance 4.0. The Manscaped boxes and the Shed Travel Bag bring you comfort and boxes to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code HPB. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HPB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code HPB. Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 47. Podcast, podcast.